The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Ring, the most important show about boxing, with your host, David Diaz. Get ready for four rounds of sports talk in one hour, with an emphasis on boxing, both amateur and professional. Now, here's your host, former boxing great, David Diaz. Welcome, everyone, and thanks again for tuning in to Outside the Ring. I am your host, 1996 US Olympian and former WBC Lightweight champion of the world, David Diaz. If you're into boxing or MMA, you tune in, or any other sport, you tune into the right place. All right, guys. Before we get um we get started, uh, I want to tell you who's going to be on the show later on in the third segment. And what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be giving away two tickets to his fight. Uh, it's uh, uh Friday, May 25th at the venue in the Horseshoe Casino in Indiana. But the way I'm going to give out the tickets is that you got to call in the third segment and answer this question. All right, you guys ready? In what year did Frez and I win the National Golden Gloves title? You know, if you answer that, uh, you get two tickets to go see his fight um, at the venue at the Horseshoe Casino in Indiana, promoted by Hits Promotions. Um, you call in the third segment which is the fighter's corner. Um, but you gotta, you gotta call before, um, you got, you can't call before or I'm not gonna pick up. You gotta call in the third segment. So you guys gotta be tuning in and, uh, make sure you guys call in. The number is 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Again, the question is, in what year did Frez and I win the National Golden Gloves Tournament? All right. Let's uh, get down to business here. Um, our, our, our Chicago teams, man. <laughs> our Chicago teams are not doing that good in the playoffs. First the Bears, then the Blackhawks, and uh, now the Bulls. They got eliminated last Thursday um, by the Sixers. Um, it, it all came down to, to the... To the free throw line, and it was uh, <laughs> freaking a she can destroy. He couldn't make the the two uh, 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 free throws, and we could either tie or you know, or, or won the game. Now, now a lot of people are saying, "Oh, well, Watson should have just gone, one gone in for the for the layup." But regardless of the matter, he passed it off. Um, she got fouled. He should have at least made one. If would have made one, we would have got tired, gone into overtime. Who knows what would have happened? But with all that said, being done, with all that said, um, actually, the Bulls weren't going to go much further than 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 what they did. Um, had they won that, yeah, they got would have gone into uh, uh, the second round. But I, I believe 
uh, they probably wouldn't have won one game over there. So at least they went down here. Uh, they lost. I mean, it was, uh, we lost Rose in the first game. So that was like putting us in the coffin to begin with. But then, uh, in the third game, we lose, uh, Noah. That practically, uh, put a nail in it. So, you know, we were, it was, it was gonna be tough. It was gonna be tough to, to, to actually think that we were gonna get anything out of it. Yeah, I was the one pumping it up and telling everybody, you know, let's get behind him and stuff. Just to, bo- just to boost morale up, you know, but, um, I knew, the, everybody knew we weren't gonna go far. But, you know, it is what it is. All we can do is, uh, say thank you. It was a short season, but, uh, <laughs> even shorter, uh, playoff run. Um, all we can say is that, uh, uh, thank you for the Bulls again. They did a great, um, season, but, uh, ended up short. Um, for Rose, all we can hope is for, uh, uh, a good recovery, a fast recovery, a healthy recovery. Brother, just work at, uh, your, um, you know, therapy and, and get it done because it was just reported as well that his, um, operation was a success. And Noah, Noah, well, he should be okay. It was, I believe it was just a bad sprain that, that got Noah out, but you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe, maybe the Bulls brass can, you know, Bring in somebody that, that, that we can get excited about. I know one guy that, that would be good. I feel that would be good here would, uh, would be Lamar Odom. Um, not only would he, uh, you know, be a good, good player and everything, you know, he's a big guy and everything, but, um, he would also bring the Kardashian family over here. And plus, uh, from what I, from what we're hearing, I, I believe Kanye has the other Kardashian. So, you know, we're definitely going to have, have him all over here. So that's just my thought. Bring Lamar over to him. He could, he could play. So it'll be good. Another playoff, uh, news in the NBA. The Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder is up two games to nada on the Lakers. And I'm loving it, man. Sorry for us, but brother, you know, I just don't like the Lakers. I don't want Kobe to get that six because then he's going to be like, Oh, I'm just like Jordan. No, you know, you never be Jordan, brother. So, um, on to the other games is, um, San Antonio is, uh, one game up on the Clippers and Boston is, uh, two games, uh, two games to one over the Sixers and the Heat are all tied up with Indiana. Um, all I can say is, come on, Indy, let's go. <laughs> I have, I definitely don't want Miami to, to, to get that, get that trophy, man. So let's go, Indiana, get up there and let's do this. So, you know, now on to, to, to the pastime that's going on right now, and it's really going to, it's going to be a killer for us, for our Cub fans, you know. Um, we're still at the bottom. We're still at the bottom of, uh, of the barrel in our division. Uh, we can't just seem to get out of there or, or, or break out of there. I believe we're, we're, I don't know what it is, 12 games under <laughs> or something like that, seven games. I don't know what it is, but. Uh, we're, we're still at the bottom and, um, you know, we avoided this from the last, from last Thursday, we avoided sweeps by, um, by the Brewers and, 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 and the Reds. But, um, yesterday's was really a, a heartbreaker, man. Um, yeah, we were losing going into the ninth inning, but man, did, uh, we give up six runs, man. We gave up six runs in, in the top of the ninth to, yeah, 
put that game away, away. And um, all I can say is to our cubbies, our cubby, our cubby nation, man, it's going to be a long summer. I know it's going to be. But uh, on the other side, on the other side of town, <clears throat> the White Sox are holding in third place um, in their uh, AL Central Division. Obviously behind uh, Detroit and Cleveland, but um, uh, they had the same outcome this past week. I'm not saying they're like the Bears. I mean the Cubs in in the standings or anything, but just this past week had the same same outcome. They avoided uh, sweeps uh, against KC and and the Tigers, uh, the Kansas City Royals, and also got a, a similar pounding uh, like we did yesterday. They got one too. They got seven to two to the Angels. Wasn't as bad, but still, you know, still a big loss. But you know, we have our uh, crosstown classic uh, starting this Friday. Um, it's going to be a three-game series against. Uh, excuse me, the the Sox and the Cubs are going to have it, and it's going to start Friday. You know, um, that's always a big rivalry here in Chicago, North versus South, and. Um, we're gonna hopefully uh, get get a a, a good uh, a good series out of that. But if nothing else go our goes our our way this season, if we can just have victory over the White Sox anytime we play them this season, and you know if we can just get that and um and get those victories, I think it'll be a good year. Just as long as we beat the Southsiders. I know everybody else. So I got some fans that are or listeners that that are are White Sox fans. But um, you uh, you know, it's 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 a love hate relationship thing here. <laughs> but um, all I can say is that I hope we get those victories. Uh, as long as they're against the Sox, I don't want to hear it from my family members. And uh, can we all say Amen, please? <laughs> yeah, we're praying for that. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go into the outcome right now because we have a little time to, uh, very little time. I'm, I'm gonna have, um, another guest coming up in the, in the second segment. Um, his name is Juan Curiel. He's, uh, an amazing guy. Met him over the weekend. Well, not over the weekend. Met, met him yesterday and he's, he's doing a lot of great things for, for the kids out in the, in the Round Lake area. So, um, we're gonna have him aboard, uh, in, in the next segment, but, um, I'm gonna go to the, the outcome, um, I don't know if you guys heard, but Willie Nelson won a 10-round unanimous decision over Udell Johnson. And no, it's not that Willie Nelson. <laughs> it's the one that fights. Um, but let me tell you, for all you young fighters out there um, that are listening, this is a perfect example of that you have to be training all the time. Willie Nelson was uh, was not supposed to be uh, uh, the guy that... Uh, Udl Johnson was supposed to fight. He was actually uh, a fill-in. He was uh, a fill-in for Freddie uh, Hernandez, who pulled out of the fight with an injury. So what did this guy do? He took advantage of his opportunity. Once they gave him that opportunity, he took uh, advantage and 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 won. And he won a unanimous decision. I believe he knocked down the guy twice. He got knocked down himself in the process, but um, forget about that. He got the, he got the break and he took advantage. So to all you young guys out there that are, that are doing whatever it is, whether it be boxing, um, MMA, or, or baseball, soccer, whatever it is, um, stay in the gym. Keep training. Um, don't be like me. I'm, I'm, I put on a couple of pounds. No, I'm just saying. Um, 
definitely stay in the gym because you might be getting one of those chances and you uh, need to take advantage because sometimes you don't get them again. So in, in, other, um, in other news, in, um, in uh, Dallas, I, I, I believe it was uh, um, Vicente Escobedo won a, a, a unanimous decision over Juan Reese. I'm sorry, it was in California. In California. And um, Vicente Escobedo won a unanimous decision over that. This was a kid that was being hyped up to be, um, you know, like the next Oscar De La Hoya. He really hasn't uh, sh- uh, um, broken out of his show yet, but I'm pretty sure he will, you know. And um, in, in Mexico, um, Salvador Sanchez, too, KO'd Juan Beltran in the eighth round. And he says he wants Johnny Gonzalez. I don't know, man. I don't think uh, you're ready for that one, Carnalito, but... Hey, you gotta call them out and you gotta go for the big guns. Um, and I hope, I hope that fight comes for you. Also in, um, in the Philippines, uh, Brian Villora won a, a 10 round, a TKO over Omar and Nino Romero. And in Philly, uh, Ray Robinson, uh, stopped my Olympic, uh, teammate, teammate, Terrence the Heat Carlton in the second round. Um, I hope you're well, brother. I'm definitely going to be reaching out to you. want to talk to you about some things. Also, um, uh, in, uh, for ESPN Friday Night Fights, uh, there's going to be uh, Kareem Mayfield versus uh, Raymond Serrano. And on Telemundo is going to be Mauricio Pintor versus Ivan Cano. Uh, and on Saturday on Telefutura, Jerry Belamontes versus... Let me see, Gil. Guys, that's on free TV, DVR or whatever. Uh, we're going to commercial break. Stay tuned for the outcome. Juan Uriel is going to be with us. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Fantasy Sports is where the action really is. Over 40 million people play Fantasy Sports, but rarely do they get to quiz the experts. Fantasy Insights is the name and the game. Tune in every week as Dish Adams and his guests clue you in on the fantasy football game, what's happening on and off the field, and how it will affect your fantasy team. These experts aren't just beat writers assigned to fantasy football. They live and breathe the game. Tune in to Fantasy Insights with Dish Adams every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bench his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. 
You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. All right, all right. You're listening to Outside the Ring, and this is the segment called The Outcome. Usually we have, you know, of what fights went on over the weekend, but this time we're making a, a, a special segment because um, I met this, uh, this uh, yeah, I'm going to call him a young man because he is a young man. Um, <laughs> and um, um, I met him, I met him um, actually just yesterday, but um, to hear his story and to hear what he's doing for, for, for the kids in the Round, Round Lake area um, is, is amazing and is something that has to be told. And um, like I always said, I'm going to bring on people here that, that do something for the, for the area or the neighborhood or, or their town. Um, the, 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 the gentleman that I want to introduce, um, he has a, 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 the Contender E-News, I believe it's on Facebook. His name is um, Juan, Juan Curiel. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, uh, David. Thank you for having me on your show. No, thank you. Thank you for being on the show. So, you know, I want to I want everybody to get a little background of of what you did before you started um doing the contender news and doing all these uh things for the kids. What what did you do before all of that? Oh, before that I was a, a police officer. I worked in the gang unit and narcotics. And I did that for about 5-6 years. I was also in outreach and um just basically uh, worked with a lot of at-risk youth. And um, I noticed that there needed to be uh, something that uh, we can do um, to, to help improve people's lives. Um, and, um, and that's when I decided to walk away from the, being a police officer um, and uh, opened up my own gym. Um, and uh, it's unique because it has a twist. It's, uh, it's a mentoring, tutoring, and boxing program. Wow! That, um, and that, we also give we also give scholarships uh, to uh, everybody that participates in our program. So, wow! See that that's amazing. That's something that that has to be told, and people have to listen because um and, and pay attention to that because um that's something that you really don't hear about. I mean, you give up you give up the police force to go and, and do this for 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 kids. Um, tell tell me, was was that hard to do? It was. I made uh, I made a significant amount of money, um, and I, I walked away from it. My wife was very supportive. I couldn't have done wow. it without her and God. Um, Amazing. Amen. Them, Amen. Thank you. Amen. Absolutely. And uh, like I told you before, I hold no punches. You know, uh, I was in a position where before I would have to watch everything I said because you know uh, the mayors didn't like it or the chiefs didn't like it. But now I'm in a position where they have to listen, and I advocate for youth and I advocate for families. Um, wow. So, so now they 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 have to listen, and if they don't listen, they're not going to get voted uh, in their positions. Right. Um, as a Mexican American, I felt it was my duty to uh, to do these types types of um, things because it's it's very important. Um, there is a, a high gang rate all over Chicago, all over Round Lake, all over. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of uh, drugs, um, and uh, everybody seems to just turn the other way. 
and I'm not one to turn away. Um, number one, because that affects me and you. Um, and number two, um, we are better than that. We, we are beyond all that. So uh, if communities work together um, and they support programs such as yours, um, and mine, um, you know, we can just really, really succeed. You know, I've also had, and I've been blessed to have uh, friends uh, that own businesses that have been very supportive of my outreach efforts. Um, a lot of them know that I'm not profiting from it, um, and that's why they support it. A lot of them ask me, you should, you should make something, but, you know, right now it's about investing at HACP and, um, and uh, let nature take its course. And um, right. And look, I'm here talking to you, you know. I, I, I never thought that would happen. I also have my own radio show on ESPN Deportes. They approached mm-hmm. me a week after my mom, my mom passed away. Wow. And um, I, I, was, I, was, uh, I had Fresno Kendo come to a sparring session. We had a decent turnout, and there was a couple executives from ESPN. And they're like, hey, Juan, you know, we, we heard of what you do. We like your story. We want to give you a half hour. Um, on ESPN Deportes, would you take it? Well, of course. Um, <laughs> but they wanted me to talk about only my program, and I said no. I want to talk about all the boxing programs all over the place because it's very important that uh, that that we help boxing, amateur boxing and professional boxing. Um, boxing overall needs help in a lot of areas. It's, it's not... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It's not... It's not up to par like the NBA or the NFL. Oh, no, we're far from that. We're far, far from that. Far from that. Exactly. And even though I was never a pugilist, I, I have been in the business for a while. And uh, all I can tell you is that I, I'm very annoyed and very bothered when friends of mine are, are hurt um, physically, emotionally, and spiritually from it. And yes. the damages that it causes increase with families, you know, that to me. And, you know, a lot of times... I look at sanctioning bodies and I look at managers that at times don't don't look and ask the questions that they should be asking. You know, are you putting money away for retirement? Are you doing this to 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 so that you know when you do retire you have something? So uh, HACP, our boxing club, focuses on that from 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 the bottom because we're going to go from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. We we educate our kids. We we let them know about money. We let them know about financial everything. And we, we try to get them away from drugs and get them, try to get them away from gangs. And that's what HACP does, you know. And, um, and we're just working, that, and I've just been blessed. That, that, that's the way it should work, man. It has to begin at the bottom and work its way up. Because if it doesn't, it, it, it would never, uh, a plant will never grow. You know, a flower will never bloom if, if, if it doesn't start from the, from the bottom, from the seed. And, um, and the seed is the amateur boxing program. And what you're doing out there in Round Lake and the Round Lake area is, is very important for, for kids. Now that I know you, you're going to have a lot of people, oh, boxing is too tough. Everything is tougher, actually. Football, you break legs and bones all the time and you, you see all the things that are happening. But with, with the boxing, there's a little bit more of a discipline, um, um, thing that, that, that the kids go. And um, I'm I'm really um, um, happy that you came aboard to to spread that message out, and um, obviously to come and um, promote the show that you're going to be having this Saturday. Could you tell us a, a little bit about it? Oh no, absolutely, and I'll tell you what's been happening leading up to the event. Um, yeah, 
you know, originally I was going to have Fresno Kendo. Uh, Fresno Kendo is, is, is a great guy. Um, no, no, he's not. No, he's not. No, no he's not. Well, <laughs> he's a great guy in my book. You know, he's, he's been there for me and he's done a lot of things. And he, he totally, he didn't forget, but he thought he'd be in town uh, in, in time to, to be part of my promotion to support my club. But unfortunately, because of this title fight, he's got on um, on uh, May 25th in Hammond, Indiana. I'm it's, I'm gonna be having friends on the show after you. <laughs> oh, beautiful! Well, you know my love to him, you know, and okay. and he um, he's just a great guy, and he you know he called me way ahead of time, and he's like, Juan, I'm really sorry I can't make it, and I and I understand, you know what I'm saying? So so then, um, Mr. Manfredi, my my other good friend, Angel Manfredi, uh, said I'll be there, but right now he's um, not doing well, and uh, I was stuck because, you know, I got Stacy Lewis coming, but I had already put on the newspapers that I had these three superstars coming. Yeah. So one of the things that you'll find about me, I'm very transparent, and um, I don't know how it happened, but boom, we connected. Yeah. And one of the things that I really couldn't believe is how you just, as soon as I mentioned kids, it was, boom, you, you're there. And yeah. um, and I and I and I want to say I want to say to you and your and your wife, uh, for you know thank you for um, for for advocating and for supporting our program, because you know if if I didn't have these superstars then they wouldn't believe me in my next show and that would really hurt boxing. Yeah. So, um, I'm I'm really grateful to you, David. I'm I'm grateful to Stacy. I'm grateful to Fred. Um, I most certainly understand the cause. And, you know, I'm with him. I, I know he's going to win, and I know he's going to win by a knockout. Yeah. And, uh, and we're there, you know. We're there. Beautiful. Beautiful. Now, uh, um, thank you for, for all those nice uh, uh, comments you made uh, about about me and stuff like that. But you're going to have how many fights? And um, how many fights are you going to have there? We're going to uh, have, this- we're gonna have, we are scheduled to have between 10 and 12 fights. We are going to have uh, the best of Illinois. We're going to have state champions, uh, regional champions, national runner-ups, national champions, boxing. Uh, we also have Stacy Lewis, as you know, she's the former IBF featherweight champion of the world. She lost her title to Dion, uh, Donna Santana from Dominican Republic. Um, she's going to make her debut here in Round Lake. So, you know, she's going to be just uh, trying to get it done. She'll be fighting against um, Fist, Fist Law Boxing Club out in Downers Grove. Wow. And that's going to be the main event. So I'm very excited. There's a, it's going to be a very entertaining card. We're going to have a DJ in the house. Uh, you, you know, you, yeah, you will be there. Um, you know, it's only $12 at the door. The $12 helps support our mentoring, tutoring, boxing program. Um, and, you know, we do not get federal funding. We do not get municipal funding. So we really, really rely on these funds. Um, so, as you know, as you know, David, uh, when you travel, it's very expensive. Boxing yes, sir, is an expensive is. sport. So, we, you know, we like to feed the kids. We like to treat them like champions. And, and I think that when you go to our show this Saturday, you'll know what I mean. When, when yeah. you see how we, everything's set up. That sounds good. Now let let's get the address to the to everybody who's up there because we got like only like about two minutes left. So let's get the address to uh, how we can get there. Okay, the address is two thousand four Municipal Way. It's in Round Lake Beach, Illinois, six zero zero seven three. 
The phone number there is 847-740-1111. That's if they want to call for directions. Right. Uh, we're also on Facebook, uh, HACP Boxing, and it has everything that you need, uh, whatever they need to know, directions and everything. And, again, it's, it's for a good cause. Uh, we're trying Beautiful. to promote the best of boxing. Right. Again, again, now, the real reason why you know why I'm going there is because uh, you told me that there was going to be something very special there. Um, it's, you know, they don't do – they kind of do this at the pro level, but they only do nachos. Now, what else are you going to have in the corner that you showed me over there? Yes, we are going to be having a drop, uh, a drop, uh, a backdrop. And it's going to be, we're going to be... No, no, uh, I'm not talking about the backdrop. I'm talking about the taquitos that you're going to have over there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have a lot of great food. A lot right, of great so food. And uh, it, it, it's going to be amazing. It's very reasonable. And again, and it's a fundraiser. And it's, and it's to help our program. And, you know, before I go, I, I, re- I want to dedicate uh, this, this event to, uh, number one, my father. Uh, that's always been there for me. And also, I want to dedicate this to the Aurora Boxing Club. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Hold on a second. We'll be right back. Okay. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Ready for in-your-face sports? Want to talk about the topics that nobody else is willing to talk about? Either because they're too scared to touch them or just don't think it's the way to go. You're not going to be shy here. Tune in to Here's the Deal with Mega and Steel, featuring Ike Mega Griffin and Sydney Steel Justice. We've got the facts to back up the talk and invite you to join us every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, just before the weekend on the Voice America Sports Channel. We tell it like it is. What if there was a program that brought the best in sports and the best of entertainment together in one place? It can be done, and Darnell Autry proves it every week on Outside the Spotlight. In this program, athletes and artists come together to share their success stories, hobbies, professional projects, and more that will interest not only the sports fan, but fans of entertainment and other human interest stories. If you have something you want to ask your favorite athlete or entertainer, listen for Outside the Spotlight, Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. From high school to the pros, we, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. All right, all right, we're back, and you're listening to Outside the Ring. This is the Fighter's Corner, and we definitely have a fighter here with us today. 
Um, I go way back with this guy. I go really way back, man. Back to uh, ashy knees and everything, you know. So it's back, back all the way back to the amateur days. Uh, he had a very strong amateur record. His uh, record was 105 with only five losses. He was a Springfield Golden Gloves champion in 92. In 1993, he was a Chicago uh, Golden Gloves champion and national Golden Gloves champion. And in 95, again, he had a Golden Gloves champion uh, uh, at a super heavyweight division. You know, he has uh, two, he has challenged uh, world titles for two times, and he has been uh, ranked uh, as high as number three in Ring Magazine. Uh, could we all welcome to the show Fast Fresh Oquendo? How you doing, brother? Man, thank you so much for having me on your show, partner. Oh man, it's it's my pleasure, man. Uh, you have a big fight coming up uh, next Friday at the at the venue at the Horseshoe Casino in uh, Indiana. Can you tell us a little bit uh, who you're fighting? Yeah, I'm fighting actually a pretty strong kid from Minnesota, Joey Abel. Um, the kids had. Pretty good power, big kid, young. Um, you know, so it's going to be a good, good, good challenge. And the good thing is, I'll find uh, no, you know, a person that's been on national TV and not that successful as as myself. But you know, this is, again, this is a tough fighter. He's coming there with nothing to lose, all to gain, and here I am once again in in a tough fight. Well, definitely, definitely, man. Um, so you you um wanna wanna be able to. Well, what are you gonna do to this young kid? This young kid, you gonna impress? You gonna put everything on him, or you uh, gonna take oh, your yeah. time? Take or? Oh yeah, you know this fight is gonna be very interesting. It's a softball. I have great history against softball, as you can see against the uh, the Dale Crows, the Chris Birds, the Ramon Garbay. I mean, I keep going and going, uh, Castillo. So I have very successful uh, bouts against these type of fighters, you know, in this side of boxing. The difference with this one, you know, he's less experienced than I am, but you can never right. estimate a puncher. You know, he is a puncher. Uh, limited skills, but again, you know, he's young, he's hungry, but I'm going to show the world once again, you know, that Fredo Kendall is supposed to be up there with the elites come May 25th. All right, all right. All right, listen. Uh, Fred, I'm going to take this caller right now because you don't know this, but before the before the show started, I asked uh, the viewers out for a question. I asked them a question. When did we, when did we win the National Golden Glove uh, Championship? So we have four. Wait, 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 wait! Don't uh-huh. say it! Don't say it! Don't say it! Don't say oh, it! Oh, oh, don't oh, say oh, oh, it! There's the caller. The caller's got to say it. Okay, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Boris, Boris, yeah. Boris, you there? Hello. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on, brother? Hey, um, give me, give me, give me, give me the answer. What year Good did Frez and I? Win the National Golden Gloves title. Well, I knew you. I know you were you were ninety three, and then I uh. think you just gave me the answer for Fresh, which is also <laughs> ninety three. Ah! Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's that. All right. Well, I'm gonna make it a little bit difficult here. What park did we come out of? Uh, you came out of Hamlin Park, so I'm assuming Fresh. Yeah. Park. All right. There you go, brother. Hey. <laughs> We got we got some tickets for you. Um, your um, leave us your name. Your name is Boris Sanchez. I know Boris. I know you. So um, we're gonna be able to uh, give you some tickets. And actually, the the second part of the question was for another pair of tickets. So you got two. All right, you got four awesome. in total. Four in total, brother. I appreciate awesome. that. Uh, thanks for calling in, man. 
Thanks, All man. Right. Appreciate it. All right. Good job. All right, brother. All right, man. Now, now, friends, back back to you, brother. Um, you know, you your 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 training camp has been going great. You said that already. You've been uh, preparing for the fight. No, it's actually really good to see you back in the ring. But um, I don't know if you know that that um, on a lot of the fights that you had, the CompuBox numbers actually has you throwing out um and landing, outlanding all of your opponents. How does that make you feel after you see the fights and all the punch counts are? Are, are towards your favor, yet you lose the fights. It's kind of interesting. You bring this up. A couple of sports writers interviewed me this week, and they're like, man, Fred, how do you have the will after fight after fight, big fights after big fight, losing controversial heartbreakers? Normally fighters with a weak mentality and, you know, the short, limited will would have gave up boxing a long time ago. But, you know, God got something in store for me, David. You know, I'm a God-fearing man. I'm very positive. You know, I can't have that mentality of just staying stuck on negativity. So, and number one, having my kids to motivate me to keep going, knowing that their dad's making them super proud regardless of the outcome due to the politics, you know, and the negativity of the sports that come with it. And I've been a victim of it. So I'm pretty much the poster child. Hopefully one day <laughs> the sport back, you know, regulated to its righteousness, which hopefully will be soon. But in the meantime, I think, you know, my, my fans and, you know, I thank my family to motivate me and to keep me still doing this. And, of course, I uh, live a clean, you know, healthy life. And that's why I'm still young for uh, heavyweight nowadays because, again, my record speaks for itself. I haven't been in a lot of wars. And, um, you know, today and age, I, I feel great, actually, better now than I was in my 20s. There you go, man. You're rolling with the punches, like we like to say, right? <laughs> Roll with the punches, baby. Roll with the punches. You know, it... In, in the in the past year, uh, you have helped uh, David Hay and Vitalik uh, Klitschko's prepare for the fight. How, how has that been? You know, fighting with those, uh, sparring oh. with those type of fighters, and 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 how did you do with them? Yeah, again, you know, uh, I've been to the mountaintop and sparring with these guys who's getting ready, who've been to the mountaintop recently. You know, it shows that I'm still one of the elites. You know, not only do I hang with them, you know, I I get the best of them. And the majority of times, and, you know, even Vitaly Klitschko, who's supposed to be the better of the Klitschko, um, out of all the sparring partners, you know, he gave me a lot of praises. And, um, you know, actually, you know, off the record, I gave him that little black guy in that sparring <laughs> session getting ready for Adam X. So he, he gave me nothing but respect, you know, very gentleman of the sport, which we need more of. And, um, you know, I look forward, hopefully one day, either fighting him or his brother. There you go, man. That's beautiful. And if you get that call to fight... Him or his brother, you better come on the show, brother. Oh, you understand that, right? You be the first one. You're my childhood don't, homie. You know, I gotta look out for hey, you. You know, you know, I don't be BSing, friends, man. If you don't, <laughs> man, man, we're gonna we're gonna have problems. Anyway, <laughs> coming in for the raw. It's all in the raw. All, right. all right, listen. Um, you know, the guy you just uh, you fought um in uh in March, uh, Travis Fulton. Mm. He, uh, did you hear his comments after the fight? Uh, what no, he said about Not really. He just congratulated me. He was just kept saying that he didn't, you know, he underestimated, you know, not only my age, but my speed. <laughs> completely threw him off the guys, known to be a tough fighter, you know, with a pretty good chin. And I didn't know too much of him, but a lot of my friends that are in the UFC, MMA, knew, knew this guy very familiar, which I have no clue. And normally this guy goes to distance with all these other fighters. But, you know, it took me this two rounds to blow him away. The guy was tough. You know, he, I gave him some nice thundering right hands and left 
you know, hooks, you know, jaw-shattering left hooks, but he took it well, and it's, I stuck, pinned him on the ropes, and the referee stopped it, but, you know, the guy was pretty tough, you know, even though he lasted less than two rounds, but it was, it was a nice little challenge. And, and, and he also said that you were too strong. And this is what I tell everybody that, 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 uh, know that I know you and they're like, well, is he really good? I'm like, listen, man, mm-hmm. Fresh has unbelievable power. All he has to do is let you, just let him land one. You're I, right. Let you him always <laughs> told me that back in the day, but I never forget that. You always tell me that uh, I at least, you know, expect it, you know, to, to even hear from people. But from you, you're like, wow, for you to say that, I never forget in the amateur days as I was getting ready to turn pro, and even during the pro days in my early career, you mm-hmm. always kept me positive, and saying, "Listen, you do got punching power. Don't let these people think you don't have punching. You do, and you're right, and I proved it." Yep, and you did. Well, now since we're gonna go back, let's go back, uh, way back to the Ashley days. Um, what age did you start boxing, bro? Man, I started in 1987 at Hamlet Park. Actually, a little bit after you when you came on to the winning team, Hamlet Park, and I believe you were 10 years old at the time. I was just 13, and i never forget, you know, we had that at my first Hamlet Park boxing show at the uh, at the Hamlet Park gym, gymnasium, actually, at the uh, yeah. basketball court, and uh, that was my first amateur fight. kind of funny because my dad said, you remember me throwing punches, but I was throwing them like hammers, like, you know, I, <laughs> I, I throw hammers, and yeah. I was throwing my punches, but I won. <laughs> I had the W. Hey, man, you you started off better than I did, man. I lost my first fight, man. My first amateur fight, I lost my man. It was really, just, yeah, bro. Oh, I lost my God. first fight, my first. Wow, fight. I didn't know that. All these yeah. years, wow, I didn't know yeah. that. The white man always trying to bring me down. It was against the white man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we blame somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but yeah, no, it was it was it was amazing. I know you have a. Um, a pretty sized, nice family, man. How many kids Thanks, do you man. have, brother? Man, I have six beautiful kids. I have two in college. My beautiful daughter, Maya Okendo, who's uh, currently a sophomore at Northern Illinois University. And I have nice. a son, Na- Naeem Okendo, my oldest son, 19. And I have a, a football star. I don't know if you're familiar. I'm pretty sure on my Facebook you'll see he's a football star. I've been in Chicago Tribune sometimes article for Glenbar North High School. He's a senior getting ready to graduate, so I got another one. I'm praying, hoping he gets a scholarship from one of the big schools like Alabama, Texas, or Illinois somewhere. So, yeah, man, just you know, my kids. And then I got my uh, younger son, Fred Jr. He's eighth grade, getting ready to graduate to high school. And I got my yeah. daughter, Maya, I'm sorry, Jada Okendo. She's in track and field, sixth grader. And then uh, my youngest daughter, Jalen Jalen Williams, and uh, she's a... Uh, Ten at the moment, and uh, you know she's in St. Louis, and I'm grateful to have these beautiful kids to motivate me. That's that's amazing, and yeah, they do motivate you. Obviously, you're not gonna let these kids box, right? I mean, just for sport, right? <laughs> right, just for love. I, I support them 100. percent Whatever they do, which I'm glad that my daughter she wants to be, you know, maybe a doctor one day, and my son, to music, older son, friends into music, but they love boxing to work out. Yeah, but yeah, you know, like- I'll. I always support them, but whatever they want to do, I never force them to do any sport or anything they don't want to do. Right, exactly, man. <laughs> you know, and that that's good, man. That you're such a good family man, and and you love your kids, and um, obviously you're gonna support them and do whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. the, um, your training has been amazing, obviously, right? Um, mm-hmm. I actually want to talk to you more, a little bit more about uh your program, the program you have, and your foundation. 
Oh, yes. Actually, yes. Uh, I'm in the infant stage. I actually got one. I got a lot of supporters from the uh, community. Actually, Roberto Maldonado, the alderman, uh, he actually gave me a letter of support, including Commissioner Reyes. And uh, now the supervisor of Chicago Park, uh, Chicago Park District, they finally supporting this great cause, preventing youth violence through boxing. You know, like myself, I grew up in the Chicago Housing Projects. Boxing taught me to say no to gangs hey. and drugs. Hey, Fresh. I won't be where I'm at. Fresh, give me one second, bro. We got to go to commercial. I'm going to keep you okay. up for the next segment. All no right, problem, we're going to be right All back. Right. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. What's the national pastime in the U.S. in the 21st century? Are you sure? Think again. Three out of four Americans have made NFL football the true American pastime. It's now one of the fastest growing sports in the world. But how do we as fans understand everything that goes on behind the scenes? Tune in to Enter the League with Eugene T. Lee Esquire as your host. Eugene was the featured NFL agent in the ESPN acclaimed documentary, The Dotted Line. And now he takes his expertise to the Voice America Sports Channel. Listen every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. All right, all right, we're back, and we definitely have a champion in this round because this is the championship round, and we still have on the line uh, Fresno Crendel. Hey, Fres, say hello again. Hello, everybody. Yeah, all right, man. <laughs> now, listen, I, I cut you off because we had to go off, but I was we were talking about your uh, your program and your foundation and what's doing. Uh, you know, you're gonna try to open up a gym at a very uh, uh, ha- happening place for, for all the Boricuas here in Chicago in the Humboldt Park area, actually in the Humboldt Park. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about it? Yes, uh, you know, I have the Fresno Kendo Boxing Academy, which, you know, God went and gave me the, uh, the ple- ple- pleasure of helping my, the youth, preventing youth violence through boxing, and my program, which not only does the uh, boxing, it also does a lot of 
like counseling, uh, youth tutoring, life skills, and very important nowadays, obesity. So we're doing a health and wellness in that academy as well. So we'll be providing, you know, kids with free organic vitamins, alkaline water, et cetera, et cetera. So this is uh, a passion of mine that I've been having since growing up in a, one of the worst Chicago housing projects uh, myself. And, um, you know, God gave me this ability to have a good little strong foundation. My brother, Hector Morales, who's a, a prominent attorney, and also boxing made him what he is today. And uh, yeah. he's, a, he's the general counsel of the Fresno Kendall Boxing Academy, which uh, we have several officials you know, on board, like the Roberto Maldonado, the alderman, the state senator, Willie Delgado. And, uh, man, they've been doing a great job, you know, vouching for me and supporting this great cause, preventing youth violence, especially in the west side of Chicago, which is in the Humble Park area, where actually me and David Diaz pretty much grew up around. And, uh, you know, this is great for the kids. You know, they need this. It's going to be the first time now, this park is reopening in a quarter of a century so you yeah. know we're in the process of uh, hopefully opening up uh, during the puerto rican parade in mid-june and hopefully having one of the all-time greats to come in for the grand opening muhammad ali you know god willing and uh, you know it's going to be a great thing for the youth and for the community definitely definitely man my wife wanted me to tell you uh uh to represent the boricua as well <laughs> in, uh, in in at the fight um so, oh yeah um, you know, to to do your thing and uh, make make the cookie cookie proud. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you oh, so much. well, again, everybody, it's going to be the twenty fifth um, next Friday coming up at the venue at the Horseshoe Casino. Um, but actually, Fresh, you have somebody there that I actually really want to talk to. Um, yes, he's, he's your 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 manager, or your coach. Yeah, he's my manager, he's my coach, my mentor, he's like my big brother, Mr. Tom Sadas himself. There you go, bring him on. How you doing, right. Tom? There we go. Is this the one and only David Diaz? Oh uh, yeah, man. It's 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 not it's not a co- it's not a copy, it's the real original. <laughs> wow. How you doing, my man? Thanks a lot for uh, for uh, coming on the show. I know I just called you right out of the uh the blue just to get you out here and uh there's something um Important that I want to ask you. Um, how really is Fresh looking, man? Because you know how us fighters are. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Now I got to hear from the horse's mouth because I'm going to be betting. <laughs> he looks pretty, pretty good. Uh, we've been doing the sprints. He's been sparring. Uh, I don't want to give too much of camp, but the other day I made him spar for 30 minutes straight without a break uh, mm-hmm. with a fresh guy coming in every two minutes. And, uh, you know, young bucks. So we did our sprint, uh, he did his 10 rounds, and we'll see. We can talk all we want, man, but come right. fight, there's a big difference, you know that. Yeah, but so, when the lights the come on. It, you know, Fresno isn't really a gym fighter, but, hey, anyone could have a good or a bad day, so it all it yeah. all depends what, when you get in that ring, you know? Exactly, exactly, man. And I mean, um, think, of, think of when you fought Manny, you know, people would give you a chance, but you did better, you know, against Manny than, than De La Hoya, Hatton, and, and 90% of the people have done. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all big, big difference, man. But listen, I want to talk to you about something else that you have down there in uh in South Beach, man. Let us have it. Um, the the Fifth Street Gym. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, most people know the Fifth Street Gym. Angelo and his brother Chris opened it in 1950, and uh, when, when Angelo retired, a couple of people tried keeping it open, but. You know, they didn't have what it takes, so they kind of, Angelo kind of closed it down. So about two and a half years ago, in September 2009, we reopened uh, the Fifth Street Gym, 
and we reopened it in the same location with Angelo and, you know, you know, Dino Spencer, obviously, and uh, Angelo's mm-hmm. protege, Matt. So we reopened it and, you know, kind of picked up where we left off. We, uh, you know, David Hay was training there. Bernard Hopkins was trained there. Lucian Butte, David Hay trained there first fight with Klitschko. Fred obviously trains there. You know, we get some, you know, Matt Damon, the movie star, trains there. The, the big three, uh, was it Bosch, um, Dwayne Wade and LeBron train here. Adriana oh, wow. Lima. So, yeah, we're, we're getting, you know, uh, Dave Chappelle trains there. As, you know, he's kind of, everyone knows him as a comedian, but he takes boxing, boxing seriously. So, Oh, wow, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. You got, a, so you got you know, quite a few people coming in there, huh? Uh, with yeah. uh, high, high status. Now, now, you know, now that I know that, that, that Bosch and Wade and LeBron play there, you know, if the Bulls would have gotten far into them, I would have asked for something, you know? For, well, you know, okay. something. We'll, we'll bring a T-shirt up there. No, 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 no. I mean, hurt them. Hurt them. We don't want them to oh, win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Julie, what's that? Julius Peppers, he plays for the Bears. He's been down yes. here. Uh, so, you know, uh, what kind of helped us is, you know, the strikes, uh, the lockouts or strikes. Right, uh, right. Ben Jarvis. You know, so these guys wanted to do some training, and, you know, everyone's getting into the boxing craze now. Right. Because um, it's, so it's, it's helped out a lot. It's healthy. And you know it. You train the guys. You see how how fighters train and, and they get down into shape and everything. Obviously, it consists of the diet. But what it is about boxing is the whole body is working out, not just uh, um, your legs or your arms or, or your stomach. It's everything. So boxing is a very good sport for everybody to get involved with. Now, going back to um, that um, those uh, shirt things, yeah, sure. I would. I wouldn't mind a couple of those guys' shirts hanging in my wall. Oh, what, what size <laughs> you wear? Are you are you up to a a, a large now, or are you you small, medium? Uh, are you I I could do I could do either. I could do either. No, what I want to do is uh, if you could get them signed, I want to hang them. So if you could do that, I'd appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. I'll see who's down there, and we'll get a couple of them. And we got to get you down here. We got to get you back to training in the gym. Get you out of uh, all the water and get you Miami, buddy. Yeah, Miami, Miami. The last time I was in Miami, I, as you know, I, w- I used to live in Miami, man. For the Where'd first time, uh, I used Where'd to you live in Miami in Coral Gables. Mm-hmm. I oh, lived in at Coral Gables is nice. I mean, you know, yeah, I lived right up the street on Coral Gables, and um, yeah, that at the beginning of the the the, the two years of my the beginning of my career, um, I lived in um in Coral Gables. I was signed out there to the Garrett Leprechaun Boxing uh, Management Team. And um, yeah, it was it was it wasn't good for me, man. <laughs> I was living yeah, by myself. A lot at of all. people, a lot of these Cubans, David. It's funny that you said it. They have like there's a Cuban now training up in Chicago. I, I forgot his name. The guy looks like Joe Lewis, the cruiserweight. Yeah, and yes, these guys yes. Come I from met Cuba, him. and they can't they can't. You know, I think David Estrada had some of the same issues. And but it's it's a great place to train because of the weather. You've got the heat, so when you're out there running in that heat, if you could stay away from, you know, there's there's temptations down here. You know, there's a great nightlife and, you know, girls and, you that, know, there's that was, a lot of that fun was, to be had. That was my problem. <laughs> so I there's had to, a lot I had of fun to, to be had here. You have to be disciplined. And as a young uh, guy, it's hard. Oh, oh, yeah, Fred, he's a little bit older now. He has a family, so it's a little yeah. bit easier to stay disciplined. Yeah, and no, I was 20, young, dumb, and you know what they say. But anyway, oh, uh-huh. um, thank you, Tom, for being on the show, man. I really, really appreciate it. Um, I just calling you out on a whim like that and being on the show, I really appreciate it. And definitely, I want to wait, uh, make my way down to Miami, be at the Fifth Street Gym. Don't forget my shirts, brother. I appreciate I you being. I have a I appreciate. You. All right, I appreciate you being on the show. 
Thanks for tuning in to Outside the Ring. This is David Diaz, and I'm out. Thanks again for joining us. Outside the Ring with David Diaz can be heard again next Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll see you next week.